Drink, Arizona Wine Podcast by Cody Vladimir Burkett. Hey guys, good evening. Welcome to the Arizona Wine Wine Podcast. I'm Cody, or Vladimir, whatever. I'm here with Dave and Gary again with special guest, or awesome guest, or whatever guest, Petty Nut. From... <laughs> Just kidding, I'm giving you a hard time. Uh, she actually works at Page Springs. Uh, Gary, of course, is from Greater Than One slash Freelancer. Dave is an innocent bystander, relatively speaking. Who enjoys drinking. An innocent drinker. Uh, we're here with port and cigars tonight. <coughs> oh, well, none of us currently have port in our glass. I'm getting there. What do we have? So what we have here to start, um, we have two ports. One is Arizona Maine from Arizona Grapes. Um, and the other is the Six Grapes from W&J Grams uh, from Portugal. Um, so the idea here is that this is probably largely Bastardo, and I've got the Bastardo grape or Bastardo port from Southern 433 here. So uh, what do you guys want to start with, the Portuguese or the uh, Arizona? Portuguese. It's heavier. Portuguese. Why not? Portuguese. Okay, so we're going to start with an actual Portuguese port. Um, I should also probably like these cigars if it's going to be port and cigars. Cool. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Little sips. Wetting the whistle. Cocktails before wine, always. Cocktails before wine, you'll always be fine. Probably. Is that a thing? I was trying to figure Should out that rhyme on the way in the car. I was like, Lick your for your wine before beer. Uh-huh. Am I going to puke tonight? <laughs> I don't think that rhymes. No, that one. No. I don't know jack shit about cigars. All I know is that I saw this one that said Ave Maria and had a Knight Templar on it, and I said, Ooh, this one's mine. So, because That's it's Knight Templar. And all I know about cigars is mine like says Kentucky on it. So I'm going to pass the cut around. Do you want a cigar as well? I have one extra somewhere. Can make it happen. I can light someone else's cigar. She loves a good smoke. Well, I have extras. Should have brought that cube in. You should have, but did you? No. This is a utter look of disappointment. And this is a look of utter disappointment. (laughs) You see it here, guys. It is a look of utter disappointment. um, Has it? Lost the bet, yes. Where's that lighter? On um, last night. <laughs> Ready to go in there with your friend? No, we can't. Yeah. I don't know if we should. I mean, should we just These like acknowledge? These generally get rated R, so because well, of we Gary's were... cursing. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you sure you're not from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an asshole. <laughs> and we can come from anywhere. Amen. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're a glorious asshole. Don't what is that? Well, okay, so the last pod, one, the orange wine podcast, which was the last one you were on, Bess actually goes to me, do I have to worry about you and Gary? Absolutely. <laughs> you and Gary. Penny? No, me and Gary, my girlfriend, Bess, but she, oh. she actually asked, do I have to worry about you and Gary? <laughs> no. Your girlfriend who lives in... Rhode Island. Asked if she should be so concerned sorry. about you and Gary who lives in Wilcox. 
But he lives here now, so it's Sometimes. even more... It is a lot. Well, it's about the same distance. Well, no. Six hours flying, five hours driving. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, we need fire. We need fire. We have no fire. Oh. Uh, I have a fire. Father, do you have fire? No, I thought I got the... Father, do you smoke? The, <laughs> I, I, got I got the... <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the wine opener from the car. Don't die, Cody. I can't believe you're asking me about your wine grapes, but hundreds of dollars. It's dust. And it's, there's, it's been near a pet chihuahua. My parents have a chihuahua. It's been near an animal. And then also Lacey was borrowing it for a couple of weeks doing research. So this is my first podcast, like knowing what one is or being near it. So this is what a podcast is? We will actually post it in a couple of weeks. We talk about one. For content? Not for content, but for You're audio quality. You're letting all of our cigars, right? Say again? You're letting all of our cigars, right? Sure. So apparently it is actually a travesty to dip the end of your cigar in the port. Absolutely. I've been told this. A travesty. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, that's a beautiful cigar. Next. Go for it. All right, oh, yeah, history report. Definitely going to love it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nice only just the history report. So it's connected actually to. Um, it's actually not connected to this idea of producing a wine that would travel during sea voyages. Um, it was actually noticed by British traders at the time that, oh, this is one that would travel well. Thank you. Wow. <coughs> but it also matched with the taste for big reds with slightly sweet content. Um, <laughs> Damn. But, uh, slightly sweet. I have so many dirty words. <laughs> <laughs> content. Uh, so it appealed to British palates. <laughs> and it was really, port was a British thing. And we were originally going to play Risk while we were doing this. But, uh, yeah, no. But then we would have been, like, role-playing games more while doing this. So what do you for yourself about role-playing games board, man? What kind of board are we using? Is there an A or not? What? Is there an A in this board or, or not an A in this board? <laughs> <laughs> so, really, you know, to get the taste out of your mouth, it helps you just switch it around. <laughs> What'd you say? It helps you the, the taste out of your mouth. You just swish it around. <laughs> well then, this is what happens with the Trump presidency. <laughs> you come to a house with cigars and end up with three things with, in your mouth. With four different right, brown, brown shafts. Well then, lucky girl. Been <laughs> down there. But anyway, there's a lot of ladies. Did you say we've all been there? Improving my skills. <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember what they said. I don't ever want to hear what you're putting long brown shafts in your mouth. <laughs> it was the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Ah, I hate allergies. My brown anyway. shaft is the best. <laughs> Where are we ashing while these ashes are? On the ground. Okay. Uh, that was a fantastic Negroni, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. That, that was, was that was a great set. It was quite lovely. 
So anyway, there's a lot of different grapes in ports. One of the most common, other than Thuringia Nacional, um, is a grape called Bastardo, which is also known as Trocio in France. And it's producing like 40% of all port. Can you taste Okay, so we're starting with the Portuguese. Have some more gym, let's get you throwing punches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, no blood draws, no blood. We have tequila. Oh, lovely. Very subtle nose. Very subtle. For sport, I may be approaching entirely incorrectly. If I'm a, you know, I don't really know that much about how to approach port or port tasting. So I'm told you should approach the port far enough away from the land so that you don't <coughs> crash your ship into it. Ah, thank you for clarifying that, Mr. Davy. You're welcome. <laughs> so tell us, how do we go into port? Uh, slowly and carefully. Uh, make sure there's enough uh, berth. I, I, I can't continue that. Uh, <laughs> Line of questioning. Clean the uh, mouth. Well, you have a cigar in your hand? <laughs> No, actually, we're all trained to pilot our ship with cigars in hands. Really? I wasn't aware that was an official Navy custom. Cigars? Well, I knew cigars, cigars was, but I didn't know about... No, the Mayans invented cigars, dude. No, the, the, the Mayans invented the really? calendar. Yeah, Mayans were smoking foot-long cigars. There was when Columbus and his gang crashed the party in the New World. Um, they were shocked because they'd never seen anyone smoke anything before. And so, like, what the hell? These people are breathing fire and, like, liking it and just, like, sitting around talking as they're doing it. What the fuck? It totally threw the punky stores for loop until they started doing them. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Most salinaceous plants are New World crops. True that. <coughs> well, this is nice. So, fuck. I have to say, I... each one of your cigars tasted different. Left <laughs> <laughs> well, a different impression in your mouth. Sure. Whose did you like best? <laughs> the important question is whose did you like least? Oh. <laughs> you know, I have to say, Gary, yours was quite impressive. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Ooh, okay, I see. Well, ladies, you heard it here first. <laughs> Gary's. No, 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 was the one. So anyway, according to the Big Red Book, Trocio, uh, demanding variety, uh, making powerful age-worthy wines that have a complex geographical distribution, and alliances including Mastardo. Uh, so it's originally from the Jura in eastern France, weirdly enough. Um, but it's only about 5% of the vineyard area there. Um, it's also good in Galicia. But in Portugal, uh, has the most. At 1,218 hectares or 3,101 acres. So a hectare is really just 8 acres. No, a hectare. I was just thinking, I was like, what's a hectare? Isn't it a hectare? Tell us about this unit of measurement because I don't know shit about it. Fuck if I know, I just know they're different. I should feel like you guys would know the Hector. Right. <clears throat> hey, uh, iPhone. You I should, uh, do that. Alexa! Where the fuck is Alexa when you need to? Uh, it depends. Who's Alexa? Oh, she's. 
She's my computer that talks to me in my house. Uh, your phone does that. I know, but Siri's much bitchier than I like, so... That's why I love my Android phone. Watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> well he played. loves his Android phone. He loves his Android phone more than you, Siri. <laughs> what play a girl for? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. So, what's the difference between an egg taker and a. Uh, egg taker. sorry. I didn't quite get that. What's the difference between <laughs> a hector? I have to press the button. Oh. What's the difference between a hector and an acre? You always have to press the button. That's true for most things. Let me think. Here's what I found on the web for what's the difference between a hector and an acre. Hector? Let's see. Measuring, measuring, measuring. An acre is needed as measurement. Oh, mostly what? used in U.S. customary imperial systems. An acre is 43,560 square feet. And... A hectare is comprised of 10,000 10, square meters. Well, why can't oh. they just give it in the same So it's, me, it's meters versus feet. Okay, it makes yes. sense. Fuck America. Fucking America. I'll do our... So... Gotta do it, our own thing. Gotta elect Trump. Would it making America on the metric system include in making it great? It's I agree. We should petition on change.org. To have our new orange-skinned, toupee-wearing president change America to... Our Trumpalumpa? Our Trumpalumpa. Trumpelskiltskin? As I call him? Trumple foreskin? Alright. What's with you and New York men? (laughs) (laughs) I did meet a Jewish lawyer today. He was nice. So anyway... Um, it's too much for me. It's too much. But yeah, it's often there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't handle it. I um. I love port. Yeah, for me, it's kind of any port in a storm. Same. So as port leads to a sailor, decisions. and we're gonna have your guy edit this out. Um, you're supposed to have a girlfriend in each port. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Okay. Which is so. <laughs> so which ports do you have uh, girlfriends in? Uh, Rome, right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Safe answer. <laughs> also, not a port. That's <laughs> true. Austria would be the correct port for Rome if we're doing Roman Empire. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> From New, uh... Oh, oh yeah, you're. Look at all this in my mind. That's a deal breaker. Here's so, Edelman. What's his, uh, what's up? Yeah, I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> Unfortified varietal wines of this variety are typically pale in color, high in alcohol, but low in acidity, though some like thick fruit has shown time for rose. So I wonder if that's what rose ports are made from. I've seen a few of those. Could be, I don't know. But it's in a lot of ports, and so that's kind of why I went with the six grapes. That, and it seemed like uh, a safe bet. Not a blunt. Um, so I would agree with you on that. So what are we getting on the nose? And 
stuff. Sort of a minty eucalyptus. So when I, uh, I was in Jamaica, uh, Cuba for a year. Black current, yeah. In Germany. Cuba. 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 Oh, the sport box is pretty good. I like this. Sport box, though, it's not good. Yeah. I should enjoy white quartz a lot, though. Mm. Um, Clear Creek Vineyards so, has a white fork, by the way. Mm. Uh, I think made from Chardonnay and Chardonnay and Viognier. Oh, I'd do that with the Viognier, not with Chardonnay. Um, <coughs> I would say for me, I'm not. white Um, they always smell like amarones to me. I'm gonna try it for. I get that. Yeah. From the port? Yeah. No, it's Portuguese. But though. We could but Portuguese is, when you were But it's about. part of. Well, if you're going to Brazil, Portuguese or Portugal, Portuguese. Portugal. So. Yeah. Really intense black currant anise. Um, That's not a good use. You know how to absinthe here? Have we had absinthe? We should do an absinthe podcast sometime. I actually also have a. Um, Lebanese version of absinthe known as Arak. That sounds dangerous. No, it's lovely. Exactly. <laughs> it would go well with an absinthe night. <laughs> Not much does. <laughs> well, that could be a time for if uh, in a couple of years when uh, Flying Leap releases their brandies Intent. and stuff. And so, for all I know, they might do something. Because basically... A lot of absinthe and auroch are fortified neutral grape spirits, or grape, well, that's redundancy, hold on. Yes, Let me correct so. myself before Gary, like, goes, you're fucking wrong, asshole. I think so, you're table. fucking wrong, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a neutral grape spirit that's been flavored with anise, or anise, or however the hell you want to say it. Absinthe? Dude, your ass on your pants. What? Your ash on your pants. Yeah, well, whatever. They wash Dujon is the compound in wormwood. <coughs> but you, uh, you either fortify them with anise or wormwood or, or not fortify them. You add in these flavors during the final bit. It's almost like it's like a green chartreuse VEP. God, that chartreuse in forever. Isn't chartreuse red? red? No. No, it's, no, it's no, green. No. It's literally green. I thought chartreuse Hence was the a red color. Nope, chartreuse it's green. Chartreuse is full on green. It's one of the best liqueurs I've ever... We should do a green treasures. I'm not a huge fan, but I did have some in a martini. That was phenomenal. Was it in Scottsdale? No. This was in Chicago. Oh, that makes even more sense. (laughs) There was a bar in the Flagstaff that used to have chartreuse cocktails. (laughs) Say again? There was a bar in the Flagstaff that used to have chartreuse cocktails. I do love chartreuse cocktails. Um, but that chartreuse as well has the wormwood in it. Along with a whole ton of other things. Yes, 23 other herbs and flowers in it. But you, you know what else has 23 herbs and flowers? Dr. Fucking Pepper! Will you high five me right now? <laughs> I always say that Dr. Pepper is the shadow enough to pop the sodas. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It really is. It is the best. It is. It has 23, where Shadnuff did 
have 13, but now it has 18. Yeah, we looked this up. Yes, we did. We were shocked. It was surprising because of the reclassification of grapes is what was found. Are they now a vegetable? Because that would mean <laughs> Different varieties were split apart. Mineral and mineral. So. so I have also here the Bastardo port. Uh, Non-vintage, so I'm guessing like most ports, it was done in that sort of non-vintage system. Uh, known as the Solera system. I'm getting there. Yeah, are you making funny faces? <laughs> Make sure you explain it right. Uh, so oh, again, yeah, I could be wrong before you because actually say it. Say what? How many times do you have to actually say something before you, you know, actually say it? Fuck you, Gary. So that's once. Don't tempt me. You guys are welcome to use Cody's truck bed, but not my house. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we're not sullying the truck. We're not what? No, sullying. sullying the sullying. Thank you. Oh, this said. has a wholly different scent. Have you ever been in the back of a truck bed? It's not comfortable. It's... Dude, I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm not going to take that over as well. I ate the most psychedelic mushrooms ever in the back of a truck bed on the top of Mauna Kea. That was a good back of the truck bed. I felt nothing. I'm sorry. Except joy. <laughs> so anyway. This is thoroughly different. My understanding of how port is made. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he is not as delicate as I. <laughs> Maybe it's going to pour a light glass. I'm pretty sure John already doesn't like me because, well, I don't really like me all that much, so I don't blame him. But this is fucking atrocious. John. Oh, my coffin. But he is one of the few guys that's growing on this grape. Actually, the only guy growing on this grape. But how you make a port is. Um, during the process, during fermentation, apparently you add neutral red spirits, i.e. basically brandy, that's not been aged, uh, to a certain point where fermentation then cuts off because it's too high, and then you just add in top wine over here, uh, which is what's known, I guess, as aging the Solera system or something of that sort, and then, uh, and then after X number of years, when you taste it and you think it's ready, then you bottle it. Uh, some of it has been in barrel for a long time, other of it has not, and like you were saying before we were recording, yes. uh, you want to repeat that? Which part? <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, all, all say three. it over, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a part about people just tasting and Oh, saying, I did hear that they were just tasting and smelling ports and say this is a 10 year, this is a 20 year, this is a 40 year, yada yada, and they just kind of name it before the aging process even happened. I would have to. Yeah, because there's not very many declared. into this. Because in Portugal, there are specific declared vintages. And discuss this with another. Do you know your new guy? No. He doesn't know shit about me. So, anyway. Right there. Yes, Cody. Listening? I lost my train of thought. Did you taste the port? No, I did not. I have not there yet. Taste it. Would you taste the soup? Just taste the soup. It smells so very I, different. I have the it's least so educated wine here, but it tastes a lot like an alcoholic, well, just grape juice. Comparatively to the six grapes, I will go ahead and say yes. 
That six grapes is kind of hard to live up to, though. It's true. I have been doing it for a lot longer than Arizona. All right, it, this is one of the little old, bit longer. This is one of the oldest porthouses they've been doing it, I guess, since the sixteen or seventeen hundreds. So, um, versus versus Arizona, which has been doing ports for at most maybe ten years, tops. I'm not sure how I could describe this nose. It's very interesting. Oxidized. Well, quartz are naturally a little bit oxidized because of that aging process, though. This is not a little bit oxidized. Not if... a little bit, but a lot? Yes. Thank you. I wonder if I got a bad bottle of this. Um... It. Or. Are you saying he's rather simple yet sweet? Simple, abrasive. Sweet and abrasive. I would say it's abrasive. It goes down too easily. It tastes like juice. It's sweet. It's a bit harsh on the nose. I don't drink with my nose. Yes, you do. We'll see. Actually, you absolutely. Gary is technically correct. Those old factory, those old factory senses when you're. Tasting the wine and you get it in your mouth and you swirl it around your tongue and then you kind of let it go down the back of your throat a little bit. Oh, your nose a tiny bit. <laughs> you just kind of get that like, little bit of spirit up in you. That's the tasting. You need those olfactory senses to really let you taste the spirit of the person in your glass. I say, I have to look Which would that be? It's like mint and... In the person in your throat? Yeah, grape, not at all. Like actual mint grape, like classic Concord. Mint and Concord and... Mint and Concord? Mint and Concord. Oh, okay. Not mint and Concord. Like a... I'm sort of a little bit of wood character. Maybe vanilla. Of course, my, my nose is shot right now because of those fucking allergies, but... Uh, what do I have that can clear that up? Absinthe will clear that up. Perfect. Oh, you really want that absinthe? I don't. I mean, I have to work at an ungodly hour tomorrow. Oh. Uh, that. Do I work tomorrow? Wow, this is weird. I totally work. Oh, I do work tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. I should go get my job. This is not at all like the, you still have the six weeks you can. I select the six grapes as my favorito of the night. Maybe that just Arizona isn't ready for ports yet. Well, that's not true. Well, wait, hold, stop. <laughs> Is our Petit Verdot port Arizona or California based? Either way, part of it is going to be California based. The Either way? The reason being is that right now, the main until Fly Leap gets all of really online, um, with their distillation. Um, all the neutral grape spirits have been used in Arizona ports, to my knowledge, are coming from California. That is incorrect, sir. I know. At Page Springs, they hired, they hired a licensed distillery to do a bond-to-bond -bond transfer of their wine to the distillery, or distill it into neutral grape spirits, then take the bond-to-bond -bond transfer back 
with these spirits, they added them into the lines and waited until the law passed saying you can sell fortified wines and produce distilled spirits before they started selling them. Oh, wow. The oh. term there is winemaker. Yes. I was a winemaker. I stand corrected. It's good to have friends, especially the ones who made the wines in question. Thank you, Gary. I stand corrected. Yeah, I wouldn't have known especially otherwise. Men, it's kind of like a thing. Wow. Don't think so hard on it. I'm not. I'm. You're just like. Well, I'm trying to figure out then what is there how to correct you. <laughs> Please. Uh, what I'm worried about, or not worried about, what I'm sitting now is how this was made then. Because was it made with the California Race Bridge, or was it made kind of that same sort of bond-to-bond license transfer? Did McLaughlin go to one of the distillers down there, like Gary Allen, who was there before finally? Um... And doing some distillation first, because he was, I guess, the first one down south, but I don't know. Um, I can't. Uh, can you put on the outside of fence? Oh, okay. Go get it, Penny. Go get it. Go get it. Jesus, she'll never find it. 13-month-old dog will be drunk. At least she's, like, what, 35, 40 pounds? Uh, about 44. Yeah. But my 13 pound dog has a half a glass of wine. I would like to tell you my. Things. Um. So is he related to like McLaughlin, like the McLaughlin group? I have no idea. That'd be pretty badass. I don't know. I'm gonna say that's a super common last name. I do know that I hear racists have a lot of respect for John McLaughlin <laughs> for two reasons. One, he or, was or the Irish. only person who cares enough to do the Wilcox ABA. Yes. And that is entirely his doing, and I applaud him for that. Thank God. And two, the first two phrases that I heard the man speak were, one, there is no manly way to put on chapstick, and two, quote, Rod's a dick. (laughs) I've never met you, sir. No. Different Rod. Like, that guy's really nice. Oh. So... I respect his. I respect John McLaughlin, even if I don't enjoy his wines. Every winemaker has a different, unique style. Mm-hmm. That's I, just a fact. I do I, enjoy that they delay their releases. Yeah, and that's something that very few wineries in Arizona are doing. Uh, mostly because many of them can't, because money flow and cash flow and everything. Yep. Um, I'd like to see that happen. And I've tasted some great wines from there. Is that a volume issue, though? Like, if you, if you make enough, you can release an eighth to get some of that cash in. Some can, some don't. I don't know why most people don't do that. Because, right. I mean, it's, it's you look at supply and demand. You, you issue some so that there's demand so that you can... I don't know. I used to work with Lauren. So I oh, oh you did. Okay, there you go. I love her. She's like my favorite person. She's great. Mine too. Yeah, totally I have bought from her. Oh, okay. Anyway. She is not only beautiful, but intelligent and even killed. That woman. And a hard worker. Oh, my God. This. She's what a, a fabulous she's human. She's a gorgeous one. She's a passive to her face. 
No, that was Melissa. <laughs> oh, Melissa. Who now is a bartender at that? The that here in town? Yes. That that? That that. Not Aren't you married? I'm so confused. Two of us are married, and one of us is in a relationship. And you're with someone. Wait, what? Three We're of us? Married. Oh, I thought you said three of us are married, and one of us are in a relationship. <laughs> They're not married to each other. Needs to specify. That's very accurate. But granted, both of our significant others would say, yeah, Melissa's fucking hot. At least mine does. Mine probably would. <laughs> mine does fairly well. like ScarJo. ScarJo. ScarJo Hanson. I was just uh, kidding. Uh, <laughs> and Rachel McAdams. And How can you look like both of those at the same time? Melissa looks like Well, see, some people don't have the whole same time thing. Stuck inside. I'm sorry. There goes that whole like, why don't you just invite your wife instead of being a dipshit? Yeah, you know. That's why did you look at me when you said stop being a dipshit? <laughs> I didn't. Maybe you just want some strength. I should get my child. <laughs> want me to bring my wife? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get her child, man. Why did you run? It's the, it's the birds and the bees conversation. It's better to get this conversation over with when it's young. Rather than <laughs> the conversation is what I'm referring to. Thank you very much. Because otherwise you'll end up trying to figure it out from a fucking encyclopedia she, like I did. She encyclopedia. asked for a sibling. Encyclopedia. My daughter asked for a sibling when I told her it wasn't possible. She said, but my daddy could help you. <laughs> Plant that seed. And I was like, whoa! Literally, I guess it's I it's gardening euphemisms uh, anymore. She said, plant that seed? Yeah. Wow! Well, because I told her the dad plants the seed and the mm. mom grows the thing and the thing and the. <laughs> I use gardening euphemisms. Well, this conversation has gotten to a weird turn. Well, it's about to change into normal, like, bro talk, because I'm going to bolt. This isn't bro talk? Oh. <laughs> yes. What do you think we discussed without? Well, I thought it would get a little raunchier when I left. Not really. No, no, it really uh, doesn't. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go ahead and call six grapes my favorite. Agreed. Of the two, I, I have to agree. I think Arizona port just it needs time. Maybe more time in barrel. Maybe more time for practice in winemaking. Uh, maybe I need to try more winemakers. I want to try the one that you were talking about at Page Springs that they were using with. I think Garrow's that winemaker. I, I did not make that wine. Ah, I was but referring to the one that was distilled. Never mind. No. Do you have a still? I do not. Okay. Who would I have a house? I would like to make grappa. I can get you in touch with people, but. Apple Bob said he has a still. Do you know Apple Bob? Yeah, okay, so he said he has a still, but otherwise. I know some folks who have still some pretty high end equipment. Mm. Names will not be mentioned while recording. Yeah. I'm into it. I have a friend with some names. I'm really excited actually this weekend. Um, I'm going to be going down to Soya, be hanging out with Rose and Rolf uh, down at Flying Leap, and they're gonna, I'm going to join them for a spirit run. And they're going to be basically making vodka out of grapes. So it's going to be fun. 
isn't vodka a database cookbook? No. Unless you guys want one more before you. No, you still got. Oh, I'll I'll have one. Is this the same house I was just in? Is this door to the kitchen? Yes. Okay, thank you. You go down and turn left. What? Yeah, that's weird. So anyway, I'm going to be hanging out with Rosa Wolf and helping him out in the spirit run. Oh. Uh, which is something you find an interest and really want to get involved in that. And so. That does look like a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I can't answer his fucking question about Baka because he left the building. Room, table, whatever. You can answer it. I mean, he can listen to your answer. He won't listen to these. We know he won't. The only reason I haven't listened to the previous one is because I know how drunk I was when the last one happened. <laughs> oh, God. You were completely shit-faced. It was wonderful. I was not shit-faced. I did not puke. It's true. But I was three sheets to the wind and then some. Yeah. Uh, it was a good day. As have been most of my days back in the Verde Valley. You remember that first night we, we ever hung out with Phil burning tree and we just completely got shit-faced. And I was clinically dead until 3 o'clock the next afternoon. So many good lines, though. Maybe the hippie thing to say, but I totally blame coconut water for bringing me back. No, it's got the same sort of electrolyzing shit as, I guess, blood does or something, so. Makes sense. I don't know, it's not a port I think needs some time. Needs some finesse. Uh, we're still learning. It's still young. And, and the fact of the matter is that. You know, by and large, Arizona is still going to be hundreds of years behind a lot of areas. Absolutely. Like Bordeaux, like the Douro, like I'll say, whatever. We're young, and we lost a lot of time and a lot of... Talent. Talent when Prohibition hit. And it, it just would be interesting to like, what talent was lost? What were people doing before Prohibition? We have no idea what you can do to kind of, I don't want to say replicate it, but to kind of get a feel for what was happening before Prohibition is go to Kentucky and Tennessee because to a lesser extent, wine in California, but predominantly whiskey in Kentucky and Tennessee, there were several distilleries that were licensed and exempted from prohibition for producing, quote, medicinal alcohol. And if you can find the places that have been going for two or three hundred years without stopping, you can get an idea of the talent that we're dealing with. Oh, I bring you all kinds of things. so fucking much talent during prohibition. It's sad. Back when Arizona actually cared about what the federal government had to say. Yeah. Now we don't. So to answer your question about vodka, uh, because I know you're not going to listen to this. Absolutely. Um, vodka technically is a neutral spirit that can be distilled either from grain, from grapes, or from potatoes. And it's actually harder to ferment potatoes than anything else. I, I was reading, rereading actually recently with a German botanist and talking about this. And apparently vodka was originally grain-based. <coughs> And then the potato became introduced, and people figured out how to ferment the potato, and then <coughs> oh, oh, oh. we got associated with 
potatoes for some weird reason. But legally, anything that comes off the still at, I believe, 190 proof yes. is considered vodka. And it is then watered back because, well, you're not going to find any 190 proof vodka in the store shelves other than Everclear. But that's not even labeled as vodka. Yeah. Technically, Everclear is super vodka. I love that book. Next time you tell your parents, next time you talk to your parents, tell them I said again thank you for that. Of course. Because that book has proven very invaluable, and I've recommended that book to so many people. I should totally see if Audible will sponsor podcast. The amount of books I mentioned. <laughs> I feel like I was in the House of Cards. <laughs> I love the House of Cards. Oh, I like Robin Wright, Pat, and Kevin Spacey. Robin Wright. You know, this is a damn good cigar, actually. I'm it's impressed with my... Oh, this has a nice Templar on it. Let's mm-hmm. smoke it. Sorry, that was tangential. I apologize. I missed it. I was thinking about the last time I wore this jacket. Which was? In New York. York. Uh-huh. It was. I was walking down You're the street. You're trouble. I was walking down Allen Street with a gentleman friend of mine, Ming Lee. And we were having like this super heart to heart, arm in arm, 3 a.m., walking down the street. Some motherfucker from the top floor poured a bucket of raw eggs and water all over us. Mm. It just came from the sky. It was like, Jagoosh! And we were like, what? Yeah, it's in there. It's big. It was kind of awesome, amazing. The night before it was amazing, and then it all happened, and I laughed the whole fucking thing off like crazy. And he was so angry, he called the police. He had people who were trying to break into the door with credit cards up there. What? You know what? That's it was fantastic. Go on, Penny. So much Come on. fun. All right, he's supposed to share this. That's the last of the Negroni. Thank you for making those for us. Wait, I'm sharing this? Uh, hey, I hope so. Bro, come you're on. You're either sharing it or you're scowling it. Hey, <laughs> emptying it into your skull all in one swing. Or we, or we decapitate him and turn his skull into a drinking cup. That is always a valid option. You've chosen wisely. That's the biggest problem with this day and age. The biggest problem with this day and age, speaking as a historian, is that people are not drinking enough from the skulls of their enemies. I like to drink them. I'm the shoes. So you're of encouraging man. Trump to drink the Hillary <laughs> skull. I know a lot of people would actually celebrate that, even Democrats, I have to say. I did ingest the ashes of my mother. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out! It was an accident. Was it? Yeah, I was like transferring the ashes from one receptacle to the next so that her best friend could like, you know, scatter her where she wanted. I took a deep breath while it poofed up and it went in me. And I said, well, she's a part of me now. Was that six (laughs) days ago? It was. (laughs) Six grapes ago. (laughs) I'm saying so more than five years ago would be amazing because then like, so your mother's inside you, and that gave way to your daughter. Oh! Do you want to get deep on that? Because I could tell you something. No. No. Which means yes. 
curiosity has to be. And my daughter people. has told me she's my mother reincarnated. Like, literally told me. My daughter was born a year after my mom died. Almost exactly. And we were in New York at my old home. Like, my neighbor, like, old whatever, drove us by. And we stopped. He goes, look, do you know this old home? I said, Rowan, look at this house. And she, three years old, gets up out and looks out. And she goes, oh, this is the house I was the mom in. Remember that? Remember when I was the mom in that house? And I was the mom, and you were the kid, and we did this, and we did that, and it really fucked me up. Damn. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. And she just, that's the house I was the mom in. You're not fucking with us, are you? No, no, no. It's a lot better than me when I was three. <laughs> um, because I was convinced for a full week and a half that I was the dream of an untouchable child in India who was growing up in the slums and that every time oh, I was his dream, basically, and that whenever I w went to sleep, that was when he was awake. Oh my god, I fucking love you. This is why we're friends. This is why you're my only friend. Ah! terrible. I'm asking myself. And that's not why. This is why. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Waking Life? I have not. I feel like you need to. Have you seen the movie Tree of Life by Terrence Fowler? Um, no, but I should. Yes, you All should. Alright, we'll, we'll watch those. Tiny sips. My favorite quote about Port, by the way, uh, actually does come from C.S. Lewis. He says, uh, I never... I thought C.S. Lewis was a female. No. You sure? Entirely sure. What is Shakespeare was a female. Full name. Clive Staples Lewis. I'm sure it was Claudia. No. What about? bet? Uh, I'll bet you your moustache. Moustache! Okay. <laughs> so if Cody yeah, wins, you, you have for us for C.S. Lewis. <laughs> I love one-sided wagers. <laughs> it says, was C.S. Lewis a Mormon? Yes, the Mormons had it right, the Mormon. Uh, C.S. Lewis, the author of Narnia, Paralandra, the Space Trilogy, Mayor Christianity. Clive Staples Lewis. Aged to 48. November 1898. November 29th. In Belfast he died. Ireland. Ah, good Irishman. He's a good Irishman. He, he died in Ireland, though. He married an American. Mate. For a while. Perfect. He knows. He was definitely a man. He's a man's man. I mean, he. 1898. Oh, he was a. Yeah, he hung out with Tolkien. Sagittarius. They have a booth. Wow, he went from a November to a November. He was born in 1898 in November and died in November 1963. British novelist, poet, academic, medievalist, literary critic, essayist, lay theosian. Theologian, excuse me. Broadcaster. Oh my god, he's like. He's going like your spirit animal! Clive Staples Lewis. But Shakespeare was a woman, yo. Maybe. Yeah, my spirit animal is true. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Have a good night. Thank you, gentlemen. You're not going to give us all, like, hugs before we I can't. You want a hug? You want a hug? I've never turned on a hug. I will deny it to your wife.
deny it to the girlfriends. I think it was just one girlfriend. That's you know. Here I got someone smoked my cigar. Wait. Well, that Irish toast again to our wives and girlfriends. May they never meet. May they never meet. Hey, go get him. Go get him. Go get him. No. No. Go get him, honey. It's okay. Have a good night. Love you. Love you guys too. Come by any time. It's not my house. But anyway, C.S. Lewis said uh, <coughs> famously, I never I never went to religion to be happy. A bottle of port would do that. A bottle of port. I knew a bottle of port would do that. Christianity is not supposed to be happy. <laughs> or something very similar to that. I mean, I thought that was very apropos. I remember reading that. Right about the time of my conversion to Orthodoxy when I was reading Mere Christianity. And I was like, huh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty apropos. Uh, I don't get port that often. Actually, the last port I drank was probably about seven years ago. I had one when I was in Boston. It's not my style of wine. It's not bad though, nor is it mine. But I thought with the holiday season coming around, because somehow transitioned from this idea of hobnobbing British aristocrats pouring over maps and deciding arbitrary borderlines while smoking cigars um, to this winter sort of drink. And I was actually talking to Rose about this the other day. And how, you know, in the old days it was like ports and gentlemen gossiping in separate rooms, and now the the general equivalent now, the closest thing is the 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 thirty somethings out for a night on the girlfriends drinking like pink moscatos and gossiping like, Oh my god, have you heard about who's sleeping with who? <laughs> like totally. And it's just like And it's actually I was thinking, why do we hold port on this lofty pedestal of like it's the gentleman's drinking for for prognostication and blah blah blah. I for one have never felt that way about work. I have always felt it was a sissy drink for people who can't handle a dry wine. If you're gonna be prognosticating over cigars in the study or the drawing room, you're gonna be drinking brandy meat or maybe whiskey. Something completely distilled, not distilled and added to a sweet wine. Oh. But that's just me. And I have a long family history in Kentucky, urban capital of the world, so I may be a little biased. I need to learn more about bourbon. Maybe that'll be a next research project someday. Sounds like a fun project. I mean, a collaborator. Right. Well, I know that uh, they're going to be making whiskey down at uh, Flying Leap. Rose is really excited about that. I'm really excited about it, too. That's going to be fun. 
I want to join her for one of her research nights, because they look like a lot more fun than my research nights. This is and a research my research nights. This is a research night. You see, my research nights involve, like, papers and a computer. Oh. My well, research the- nights involve, generally, sitting alone in my RV and drinking a bottle of wine that I wish I had made, and thinking, how could I do this better? Her research nights are, all right, I'm drinking these two whiskeys side by side to see which one's better. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, girl. This is why Rose is a badass. Even my girlfriend agrees. Even my wife agrees. And she's never met the chair. That Rose. Yes. Uh, we need to bring her up for the valley from to, to the Verde for a weekend. As this is the rare, ex- rare example of my me censoring myself. So moving on. This is being recorded. I'm very curious about what you would say. But this is well, maybe recorded. once we turn off the recording equipment, I will say it. Anyway, I would turn it off right now, and I think you'd punch me. <laughs> but is it worth taking a punch for? It's a good point. We don't know until we hear the comment. <laughs> but anyway, we should probably close this anyway. It's getting late, and soon I need to adjourn because I have to work, and you have to work in the morning. I'm um, leaving for work at 6. When are you leaving for work? Well, well, I'm waking up at 6, probably. That's fair. Because that's how I wake up every morning, because the sun shines right into my window. Maybe no later than while well, I'm leaving for work at probably ten thirty, ten twenty. But uh But you walk ten feet. Well, that's I have not seen your pad yet. Uh it's a disheveled mess right now, but as it generally is. Oh my god, her CR is so like weak and thin. <laughs> that's why she enjoyed my brown shaft the best. <laughs> Alrighty, and we're closing it with that, guys. <laughs> Good, night. Good night, guys. Uh, Till next time, this has been the Arizona Wine Monk with ports for Research Night and Cigars. Uh, have a good night.